one billion years in the future, Earth still exists, though maybe not as we imagine it. Eras upon bygone eras worth of technology have been left behind by eight previous and fallen civilizations. It is now up to the denizens of the Ninth World to piece together what was left behind. Perhaps they're looking to carve out their place in the world, or simply to survive a land riddled with weird and unearthly dangers. Or perhaps still, they just wish to learn and uncover the secrets of the Numenera. Whatever it is this new era of adventurers and heroes is looking to discover, they'll have to dig through the imprinted echoes of the past to find it. Hello, and welcome to Imprinted Echoes, a family-friendly Numenera actual play podcast. I'm Zan, and I'm your GM. Thank you for joining us today. As always, we hope you're staying safe and healthy. This time we pick back up as Jory is attempting to convince the Yavak that she is a deity to be revered so that the group can continue to search the forest in peace. Decrees are made, books are consulted, and voices are recognized. Join us as Nehemiah, Smallren, and Jory investigate more of the machine that is in the forest. Jory then reappears a little bit closer to them. Food appears on the ground at the same time. She makes imposing noises, and the remaining four drop what they're doing and bow down. At one point, one of the two Yavak that had gone for the original piece of jerky that Smallrin had thrown kind of looks and sees the food in front and starts like kind of like face down <laughs> and still trying to crawl around along up front to like get at it and like gets up to it and grabs it and looks up like very fearfully at Jory <laughs> and then gobbles it up and runs away. Okay. That's right. You better run. <laughs> they are all bowing and chanting. That is their turn, Nehemiah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nehemiah is going to swap the cipher away, seeing that this is working, and he's going to pull out, uh, an oddity of his, a whistle that makes lights appear when when played. Yes! Yeah. We are committing to this bit. Yeah. Nehemiah's gonna pull it out, put it to his lips, it's like, alright, Jory, you're gonna have to take this to the hoop, because I genuinely have no idea what the heck we're Kay. doing at this point. Uh, and I start playing. Alright, what color lights appear? Red. We're matching. We're trying yeah. to, to match with the thing. So I create just, you know, a, a spiral of red lights that appear around the both of us. Yeah. The red crystal shards of this machine and this red liquid that mo kind of moving around in these different tubes gives off this red glow. And you look at that and just kind of like hone in on that idea. And these swirling red lights kind of come up around Jory as you play a strange tune on this whistle. And... The, the Yavak in, in even a, a greater show start pushing all of their belongings towards Jory. <laughs> As this happens, I'll look down. Do I see our target? Do I see the key? Mm. If anybody or anything's going to have it, it's it's these cats. It's, it's like. You do. You see a circular thing there. You also see something else. You like Mostly it's bits and pieces of stuff. It looks like a little bit of, like, ciphers and, like I said, bones and, and animal stuff. But, like, there are two things that look like fully formed devices. Mm. There looks to be this key. And there's 
something else. It looks kind of like maybe like a headband with like a, a, a half dome kind of thing coming over it with like wires and lights. Those are the two things you see in there that are like, oh, those are actually like devices and not just yeah. scrap. I will, as I play, just very casually tap Jory on like the small of the back so they can't see me and I yeah. will nod towards it so that she can see what's going on okay. there. Sure. Yeah, you can see the same thing as, it, as it's pointed out to you. All right. I'm going to, at this point, have a, I'm going to drop initiative because they are pretty complacent right now, given mm-hmm. all of this. But if anything else happens, it's very possible it will jump back into this. Yep. Jory, you notice the things in the pile. The Yavikers all still face down, chanting and humming and being very reverent okay. to your strange cipher-laden figure. Okay. My thought is to process the following um, sequence. I would like to bestow upon my subjects more food in appreciation (laughs) of their bountiful gifts. uh, Okay. To nod at the gifts in appreciation and approval and then to gesture for them to go get me some more. I don't care how long it takes. You bring me another set and I'll give you more food. Okay. Keep searching out there for days. That's fine. Okay, you walk forward and you reach into your bag and present them with more jerky. And then I'm going to have you roll one more persuasion here to get them to go off to find you more offerings. Still trained? Yes. Still trained. Because I think for the next 28 hours. Yeah. Any assets? I'll probably do an effort again. Um, um, I'm going to say no with the asset this this time. Okay. Success! Yes! One of them kind of like inches forward on their knees, picks up the, the jerky that you threw and then looks up at you. And as you point to the woods uh, as though to, to gesture that, they, that you want more of their offerings, looks up at you and then turns over their shoulder and in some sort of like chittering guttural speech uh motions for everyone to like go and they they run off into the forest um very quickly uh, okay so they're all gone then they're gone now okay. i don't know how long it's gonna last they may be eager to prove themselves to me again um this is the most egotistical i've ever felt and i kind of like it um okay i think i see the key um so I'm yeah, going to get is... that. Mm-hmm. Going to get that key. I'll snag the headband thing. Since Jory is currently using that uh persuasion patch, I can mm-hmm. carry it. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely a cipher. I don't know how long we're going to have, but maybe we should check this out and see what it is and how it relates real quick if there's anything we can glean. From... If you go up to it or even if you're just kind of like looking from afar, there is a, near the base of it, kind of around where all of the, the main mass of these offerings have been placed, there is a cylinder, like a metal cylinder, uh, that looks like it has some sort of inset, and the there's a lot of moving parts here. So it, it definitely seems, this is clearly Numenera, what this... Thing does is kind of hard to tell at this point, but okay. it does have this little thing, this cylinder with an inset into it. How big 
is the cylinder? Is it like person-sized um, or is it small? No, 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 no. It's maybe three feet tall with maybe one foot diameter. And the inset, would, it, would the key match it? No, the key does not match it. But it does match a certain power cell that you have. Mm. How curious are we, friends? <laughs> does the power cell match the inset in the cylinder? Yes. Ooh, okay. I'll be honest. This thing absolutely terrifies me. I have no idea what it is. I just know that this thing is so incredibly big that if this were to be a problem we wouldn't be able to stop it i ain't saying we don't put it in i just want to throw it out there that i i i I, um, we are so out of my depth um i'd like to roll a danger sense um just absolutely just to get an idea i'm trained in that uh difficulty or this oof difficulty Eight. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if I even can really succeed statistically. You can. Well, yes, you can because yeah. level level six yeah. is a an 18 because you multiply it by three for what number you have to roll. Mm-hmm. Um, so you are trained mm-hmm. in danger sense. So that takes it down to a seven. If you apply effort, that could take it down to a six. Is there anything about this that is familiar in a, a way that would connect to the stuff that was going on in the Garm? Any Anything else that we've seen that can help detect, historically speaking? Because I do have that as well. I will give you an asset here. This doesn't necessarily seem like it has any direct connection to what was going on in the Garm, but there is enough similarities in the in the layout. Okay. Uh, right. Eight trained asset. Uh, fail. Yeah, I kind of didn't mm. think so. That's okay. It's a six. Yeah. It could be anything from something terrible activates to it's something completely mundane. You do at least get the sense that if this was something that Nuemos found in the area... Theoretically, the Yava could also have found it. And you, you know them to be intelligent enough that this is something they could figure out. They could figure out that, you know, square block goes into square hole. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't get the sense that this would be world ending. This, this isn't something that would just like destroy everything around you. Okay. But it is not, it is hard to say exactly what this is going to be, how dangerous this might be. Other than that. Question. Remind me how player intrusions work again. You spend an experience point to make one of your intrusions happen. Cool. All right. I think I'm going to do that. I Can I give you a choice of two and you can tell me which one would be would work best or should I just go with one? Just go with one. Okay. I'm going to go with inspirational recall. Okay. You recall an important detail from a previous encounter, perhaps something you don't even remember noticing at the time, that suggests a successful course of action for your current situation. Awesome. Okay, cool. Um, So, go ahead and spend an experience point for that. I will do so. 
in the, the various like totems and offerings and things like that that are spread around this area. You had passed by a number of them when you kind of came up on this clearing. And you recall back looking at one of them that had a like a carving in some of the bones as you passed by it. And it was a picture of a a circle with a square in it that then had a like a plate with stuff on it above it. And kind of just like generally understanding it's the idea that they're putting something into this slot will give you something. It seems as though this machine dispenses something or produces something. I, I noticed a carving that seems to suggest that if you are able to put something into this specific slot, you will be given some sort of gift. Well, I guess seeing as they were bringing offerings to this area, it might not be something bad. I guess it could be something addictive. Drugs. <laughs> Drugs? Drugs. <laughs> What? No. <laughs> who 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 invited you? <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Do we want to give it a shot? I mean, I'm kind of curious. Uh, so far, it seems to be leaning toward this might not be awful. I know it's not going to explode. I think it might be worth trying it out. Okay, and we do have the key, so we've at least accomplished that as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah? I mean, if you're confident, let's go for it. I mean, kind of, not, not really, but a little. Right. Jor, are you doing it? I can do it. I'm I'm the god of this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the god of this small clearing in the woods. <laughs> yeah. There had to be something. Also, I would suggest perhaps Nehemiah and I stand back. You be prepared to phase away. Exactly what I was going to say. You read my mind. I love you. Um, okay. I, no, I, I can't do that. I don't like how you said that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't either. It's kind of dark. Smallrin just smiles enigmatically. That's worse! <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Step back. I'm going to place okay. and use my persuasion to persuade it <laughs> not to be bad. <laughs> Please. You don't need to. Oh, luck. Uh, you don't need to do that. You place it in and kind of like click it into place, and it pushes down till the top of the cube is flush with the top of the cylinder. And there's a small click as it kind of locks into a place, and it lights up with the same red light that you have seen in the crystals and the tubes of this machine. And there's a whirring noise. And in the cliffside in front of you, out of part of the mechanics, slides a tray. Just kind of crunches, this kind of like crunching, grinding stone and metal sound slides out. And there, it, just a, a shallow tray. Well, hmm. I hope it's food, because we just gave a lot of ours away. <laughs> Do you take a look inside, I assume? Yes. Okay. Inside, there is a, like, a, a bundle of wires that has, like, metal 
straps wrapped around it, and on either end is, like, a cap made of synth. You can tell it's a cipher. Do I get the impression it's safe to pick up? Yes. Okay. I will safely pick it up. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? I won't. Um, because I, I, I'm gonna be... I might actually be overclocked right now if I've got that patch on my back. I don't know if that's gone, but I have two ciphers nope. carrying if it, with me. If it's in use, then it doesn't count to okay. limit. Okay, uh, that's what I thought, but I wasn't. I will set one down, for now at least, so that I can... Yeah, that's fine. ...investigate. That's fine. I'll set down my machine control implant and investigate this thing. Cool. Pick it up, and it's relatively lightweight, as you kind of, like tip it one way or another it you can kind of hear like a sloshing sound there might be liquid inside of it but you can't see any of that like i said it's kind of wrapped in like strips of wire do i with danger sense do i get an impression as to whether or not this is like if i if i hit this in a weird way will it explode or drop it or, or... It will not explode. Okay. I do not get that sense. No. Okay. So this isn't like nitroglycerin in a vial. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. This is not an explosive. <sighs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna go back to the pe- where we put in the the cell. Yep. Does it seem as though that used it? Is that done? Yes. Okay. And so, again, maybe this is something I wouldn't be able to glean. But is do we get the impression that if we were to remove the cell and put in another one, it might distribute another one of whatever this is? It would give you something else. Interesting. I think I will speak back to them. I think I found a cipher vending machine, and by I I mean we. Or something. Huh. I don't know. What's that one do? I have no idea. If you'd like to right. roll, you can figure it out. It's also a level eight. <laughs> I hate it. Small Ren okay. will consult her mentor's notes. Has is there any anything in there that indicates what this might be or nothing specifically? If you want to use that as an asset, I'll let you do that though. Maybe I just want to throw this out here. Maybe we should not be in this territory for too much longer. Yeah. Not for nothing. No, I know, I know. The Yavik will be coming back with their offerings. They would. Expecting yeah. more I... jerky. Okay, okay. Um, okay, well, let's remove the cell, maybe, so that it doesn't look like we did anything with it. Maybe. I don't think we can, can we? Is there a, an eject button? <laughs> <laughs> so you know how, like, like stereo cabinets have those, like, spring-loaded mm. locks? You click on it again and it pops back out. Nice. It is depleted. It, is, it no longer has any power in it. Does the tray retract then? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So that looks the same. I'm going to take a little bit uh, of food left and place it there just to solidify okay. our brief alliance for when we're gone. <laughs> sure, so they sure. Don't, if, I don't want them to think they've been had because then they'll... They might go after us or something, so just makes trying sense. to keep that level. Um, okay, well, we can wander away to get a better look at this. Um, we have the key, so that's accomplished. Anything else? 
Nah, I, I, oh, what is this headband thing that I found? It is a cipher. I am going to... I'm actually going to give this to you because it is at least... It is partially akin to things that you have seen before. Okay. This is very... It kind of seems similar to what Jory and Rufus were working on with that kind of like protective headband of like trying to keep mental stuff out, but reversed. It's meant to project mental stuff on other people. This is Uh a mind mastery device that allows you to control a group of people. A group, you say? A group, I say. To to shreds, you say. (laughs) I will present it to Small Wren. I think this is much more in line with you and your whole deal. Small Wren's eyes light up a little bit. (laughs) Um, it scares me. Please don't use it on me ever. Have you ever flashy thinged me? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep, yep. Oh, that's, yep. Um, so it is a cipher. All right, assuming that you take this, I will get it into your inventory in a moment. But it is a level nine cipher that can control the actions of an entire mob. Once this device is active, all thinking beings of the same species within a long range, as long as they are already in a similar mood and mindset, can be given verbal suggestions, which they will try to follow as if the user were a beloved leader of theirs. It lasts for 10 minutes. And although the final suggestion can have a minor or long-lasting effect, it's not necessarily written in there. So, like, you could say something like, don't trust this person, and that would continue on through their interactions with that person. Or it could be immediate, like, go over there. (laughs) Oh, man. This could be very useful if we figure out what exactly is hinky about that group of scavengers. I will also say that, trying to tell you how far away, a long distance is within 100 feet. Okay. Pretty hefty. Yeah. No, that's that's really, really cool. Mm -hmm. Do you want an army of those things? Because that's how you get an army of those things. Before we uh, creep away, did anybody want uh, my machine control implant that's sitting on the ground? Um, Because obviously I'm taking this thing. I'm good. Yeah. No, I'm... I'm full up, I don't think. I keep thinking it'd be super useful, but I haven't used it yet. So, um, okay, I'm gonna... We'll leave it as an offering. Okay. What, is the, what does the machine control implant do? It is... I have it at a level six. When activated, okay. the cipher splits into two pieces. One is affixed to a Numenera device and the other to a character. The character can then use his mind to control the device at long range, bidding it to do anything it could normally do. So basically, it's a remote control for a, a mechanical I think thing. that might that might be useful for where we're heading is what I'm thinking because we've got this big Numenera thing that we need to investigate and we have no idea what interfacing with that is going to be like having a telepathic relay to that might be handy sure. so I will go ahead and take that and I will swap out my uh, density mod- module what does the density module do? it's a no. damage upgrade okay yeah. All right. Sounds good. You swap out some ciphers, and you start to hear some chittering in the woods. Okay. Uh, I've left the, the rest of the jerky, at least. Uh, and mm-hmm. let's, let's scamper away. All right. Off we go. We scamper. Do you return back to the spiral? 
Oh, no, I was going to say back to the trap. Yes. Uh, now that we have the key, yeah, I think that's closet. I would like to say I'm going to keep the thing I just got hidden. Yeah, I was okay. I was going to suggest that. They are scavengers, so I don't want them to suddenly dump us. Not that mm-hmm. they will, but just in case. You head back to the trap. Nuemos is still leaning up against the side of the metal dome, breathing a little more regularly now, but still very weak. And you go up and Taravana says, You've returned. Uh, successful this time, I hope? Yes. Thank goodness. And Nils kind of like grabs onto the edge and like pops his head up. So one mechanical hand, one regular hand goes, What'd you find? Um, lots of stuff. Mostly non-friendlies. But, uh, we did get... Did you find a key? We did you find anything it. else? We did find it. any ciphers? What'd you find? We did find the key, as far as we can tell. It looks the same. Oh. Then let us out! You okay, buddy? You seem a bit frantic. I don't like being trapped! Okay. I don't think you would either. No, no, no. Alright. Nehemiah, go ahead and roll me... I'm going to say like some sort of insight. So again, you're, you're trained in, in social interactions. Yeah. So this will be a level four. Okay. Failure, eight. The voice is just digging into your head. You know you recognize it. Um, Smallrin is going to help Nuemos up because they are leaning against the trap and supposedly it will be going away. So she helps them over to a tree and stands very casually next to them within arm blades reach should force need to be applied. Just, you know, depending on what happens when we let them out of this trap. Sure. All right. Who opens it up? <laughs> I, I, I'll i do it. I got it. Yep. If you're sure. I'll stand back then. Yep. I take the key, pop it in, turn it. And there is, again, a click as it shifts into place and a whirring noise as the top of the trap kind of opens, like, aperture style. So in, in like, the slivers that kind of, like, open up like an iris. Yep, and then it also kind of t- turns and sinks back down into the ground. So now it's just kind of like a metal bowl in the ground, and they start climbing out. Teravana approaches you with a, a small pouch with, like, it sounds like there's shins in it. It says, just as promised. Thank you kindly. Not necessary, but I'll, I'll take the generosity. We're moving, so every little bit helps. So you have thir- 32 shins to split between the party, however you'd wish. Or okay. you can just keep them. How many um, how many people are there? There are, let's see, one, five. Including Nuemos, or? Yes, okay. including Nuemos. There were four in there. Okay. Nuemos makes five. I'll, I'll toss uh, 11 shins to the two of you. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll give uh, a couple back to uh, Taravana just to be like thank you it's a, it's it's no trouble also in the group there is a large barrel-chested man very like square-shouldered carrying a crossbow and a 
short, pale-looking humanoid. I say humanoid because you guys would recognize something about this person's a little bit off. Probably what would be considered a mutant. Someone who has a, a strange physiological difference to them, but is not considered abhuman. Just has a mutation of some sort. Maybe it's the skin. Perhaps it's something else, but there's definitely something a little bit weird about her. They all kind of climb out and start looking around and start kind of like dusting themselves off, stretching. It wasn't a particularly large area to be in for a day and a half. So, where are you headed now? Teravana says, south. There's more things to find. Well, I suppose this is where we leave you. We're headed north when we heard you. Was there anything else in this area that you found? Lots. Anything that might be interesting for us to pick up along our way? There's always powerful stuff in these areas. A bunch of Yavik up that way. I'd recommend they got some sort of little trove going on there, but I would not recommend messing around with them. More of these traps, too. Mm -hmm. We marked the one we found. But where there's two, there's five, and where there's five, there's ten. The barrel-chested man nods, kind of just like, yes, we should avoid. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This whole place seems to be a bit more trouble than it's worth. I'd head out if I were you. But we're not going to tell you what to do. You're your own people. You sure you didn't find anything? Nils kind of narrows his eyes. We didn't get too far in the other direction. There might be something that way, but... um. But we were trying to avoid the ravage bears. There is that. It seems shifty to me. You shifty? seem shifty as well, but I, we helped I you. I know, I know you. I'm going to remember this as I'm going to bed tonight. I'm telling you, Nils. I'm going to remember, and I'm going to be so mad. Mm. I don't know. I'm just not sure I trust people willing to do things of their own good intentions and as as he says that nehemiah something clicks for you just that 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 outright like no good deed goes unpunished kind of feel yeah 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 it clicks you this truly is an individual you never actually saw but the voice you at some point heard a conversation that mm-hmm. your former boss had with this person. Oh. Okay. No, this makes sense. Huh. What, you think you know something? I know you. I know who you used to work with, at least. I'm sure you think you do. Serratus. <laughs> There's a, a moment where... He tries to cover up a, a a little bit of shock, and he does for the most part. But you you uh-huh. catch that split nanosecond of a, of, of a micro expression. <sighs> I thought it was something like that. I couldn't place it. I couldn't place if you were doing like what that deal was. I wasn't in the room. He didn't need me in the room. That's not what I was there for. He don't need me anymore either. That's another thing entirely. But. Never forget that. I 
don't think I know what you're talking about. I am so incredibly positive that you do. <laughs> so wildly and unabashedly positive. How is the rest of his group reacting to this? So far, the, the man with the crossbow and the mutant woman are seen to Nuemos right now and aren't really paying attention. And Teravana was kind of just, like, looking around, making sure that everything was, was good, taking care of, like, a couple personal things. But, like, as the conversation continues to go and is kind of, like, behind Nehemiah, not, like, directly behind, but out of line of sight of Nehemiah, and he's just glaring at Nils, just, like, glaring daggers at him. Does it seem to be that this is information she didn't know about him or that he is disclosing information she didn't want him to? The second. Not even disclosing, but, like, playing too far into, like, arousing suspicion in some way. Look, I wouldn't know who you were unless I had similar dealings. We're, I'm, we're going to put that in the past. We've all changed since those times. Ain't no judgment I work closer with him than you ever did. Who's to say I still don't do? Show still going? Nothing like it. Alright. Maybe not a show anymore, but... That was always the best part. Why would you get rid of the best part? The best part fell apart. <sighs> <laughs> did, did you guys work in the same restaurant or something? <laughs> yeah, restaurant. That's right. <laughs> well, we were cooking something up, that's for sure. What is happening? I think it's just... I think it's time for us to take our leave. I'm hungry. <laughs> just keep in mind that there's people looking for powerful stuff out here. Watch your back. Likewise. Don't want to step anywhere you don't shouldn't be. Wink. And as you guys start like gathering your stuff and they're helping Nuemos up, Teravon just comes up and like whaps Nils upside the back of the head and walks. <laughs> I don't know why, but something about that cheered me up. <laughs> and you they kind of take their leave of you, having paid you for your services. What do you guys do? It is probably late afternoon at this point. Let's get out of here. We've got some some critters to see, too. Yep. I want to leave this place behind. I think that sounds like a good idea. We also should continue moving. Yeah. You get back to your anine. They are restless and have eaten all of the foliage within the diameter that their leaves would have allowed them. <laughs> ah, dang it. <laughs> Just like goats, completely <laughs> eaten everything as far as their their leashes that they were tied up with their reins would allow them. As we were traveling back to them, Smallren was picking any flowers that she saw. Uh, so when <laughs> we get back, she offers the the anines a couple handfuls of flowers each as as a treat. As treat. Mm -hmm. As you guys are saddling up, everyone roll me perception real fast. I'm trained in that. As am I. As am I. Uh, difficulty? I. Three. Success with an 11. Success with a nine. Also success with a 14. Wonderful. You guys are saddling up and already kind of being on edge after that interaction and the entirety of everything that's happened in this forest. You very clearly feel like you are being watched. 
And if you look far enough, you can see a figure kind of in between the trees watching you. And you see a small, like, hint of, like, pale flesh. Oh, that's... In between. That's super Probably trees. strange. Like them still? The... The Gavik? No, like the... The girl, mutant like the woman. mutant woman? Mm-hmm. Oh, the mutant. That's not unsettling at all. Thank goodness we're heading out into open countryside where it's difficult for her to follow us. Yeah, I'll just whisper under my breath. Ignore. I was going to say, I'll make eye contact and kind of do this like a zigzag, like kind of suggesting that maybe we should not directly head wherever we were going to go, but kind of Mm. keep it vague. Yeah. (laughs) Just in case. Um, And Smallrin is not going to ignore her. She is going to uh, pay special attention to her. Not obviously, but just keep an an eye on on her as, as we travel. I was going to say, because it could go either way with small. It could either be, I'm going to make myself know. You will know that I know you are here. I know that you know that I know that you know that I know. (laughs) Right, right. Or it could just be like, I'm keeping an eye on her surreptitiously. Yeah, that's fine. You can can kind of keep an eye on her. You guys get on your mounts and start heading out. You had tied them up relatively close to the edge of this grove of trees. So it doesn't take you long to get out of the forest. But you do kind of sense that she follows your movement all the way to the edge and as you make your way back out onto the open plains it doesn't seem like she's following you at least not now and that's where I will call game thank you so much for listening to episode 34 of Imprinted Echoes if you'd like to follow the podcast on social media you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Imprinted Echoes and on our website at imprintedechoes.com On our website, you'll find links to the Ghostlight Media merch store, as well as our Patreon, if you're able to help support us monetarily. And in that vein, I'd like to thank Roger, Kyle, and Joel for their continued support. If you'd like to help us in other ways, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating and review on whatever podcatcher will let you. Both of those things go a really long way in helping us out. As always, you can find all of our hosts on Twitter, myself at Covered and Sawdust, Chase at TQ Loudly, Rin at Rin underscore Moran, and Bridget at Really Bridget. And of course, be sure to follow our network, Ghostlight Media, at GLM Pods. Thanks once again for listening, and I hope you'll all come back in two weeks to hear another episode of Imprinted Echoes. And until then, may your ciphers never malfunction. Imprinted Echoes is produced by Zayn Campbell-Johannes and Chase Greenley, and is edited by Pat Mahood. Original show theme music is by Justin Longacre. This is a ghost-like media production.